Here we go. Okay. It says like this, Vihini Yedua. We are on the old books, Tezvav. We are about 10 lines from the bottom of the page. Vihini Yedua. In the new books, where are we? Okay. Vihini Yedua. It's known. Debatzilus Gufa. Iker Gilu Bechines. Das Elyon Huba Moichin. The hadas the midas nikra das tachta. Ki yedua vahu amamutsa shebeina meichin the midas. Okay, what are we saying here? Veikar bechinas das elyon hu bemeichin befrat bebechinas achachma. Kama shikasu besefer shalbeini paraklamet hey bahagada or einzov echad haemes vahu levado hu veeinzu laso bezu hi madrega. Achachma, Vahainu Shibachachma Murgasha Inyan. Echshu Lavado, Vuhu Vain Zulasa Vukulakame Kolochashiv. Vlachain Chachma Hibachin is Bitl Matsias Mamish. Okay, let's let's uh, what are we saying here? So he's saying like this that in Atsilus itself, the Ikagilui is this idea of Das Elyon. Right? The idea of the idea of the, we talked about before the difference between the das that we were referring to before was the das of how the meichin are impacting the midos. Right? We said uh, a little bit earlier in this maimer we said how das is the is the key mafteicha the shis right the key to the six and we called that 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 was das that the idea of das is the idea of bringing the meichin bringing the things that we're thinking about and having it be a chayis an inner chayis for the midos, for our emotions, right? Now we're talking about something a little bit different. Here we're talking about the concept of, da- there is, in addition to the level of das, right? We're talking about das in terms of being a bridge, right? Between two entities, right? So before when we were talking about das, we were talking about das as being the bridge between the meichen and the midos. Now what we're saying is that there's another concept called das elyon. Das elyon is centered around the chachma, Right? So what we're saying here, let's start again. Behini adua, the batzilus gufa, and it seals itself. Eker gilui bechinas das elyon hud b'meichin. That the main gilui of this das is specifically found in the meichin. The hadas, the midos, when we're talking about the das that goes into the midos, which is nikra das tachton. Ki adua bahu amamutsa shebein ha-meichin midos. Right, that's what we were talking about earlier in the maimer. Earlier in the maimer we were discussing how das is the chayis, of the Midos, right? When a person, remember we gave a few different examples. When a person is thinking about an idea, right? And it's an idea that he really is uh, fully, you know, taking in, swallowing. It's going to have an emotional react. He's going to have an emotional reaction to it. Why? Because the Das is what's bringing it down from the brain into the emotions in order for the emotions to be uh, reacting to whatever information he has. He heard a bunch of great news, for example, right? And he starts thinking about how great this news is and he becomes more and more like appreciative and happy and, and, and he wants to give kindness to everyone, right? This is because the das from the brain is going in and giving a surge of energy into the emotions, which is causing the emotions to express itself. For the opposite, let's say mitzad, the negative side. He hears some information and it makes him so angry. Well, how do you get angry? Angry is an emotion, right? 
he got angry because of this particular information that he has now swallowed. And the more he thinks about this information, the angrier and angrier he gets. Why? Because the das is acting like an electricity, right? It's almost like a plug to our telephones that's just giving a chayas to the emotion. How do you take away from that? Okay, so that's what we have to learn, how to do that, how to take away from the actual expression of the anger, right? But suffice it to say that if you change the, inter- the information that is going in, then you're going to change the emotional reaction. We'll see a little bit more clearly a little bit later on in the Hemshech exactly how that plays out. One second, one second, one second. That's all with regards to Das Tachto. That's what we've been talking about up until now. Now he's talking about a new concept. The new concept is that Das also can play a role, not just as a bridge between the Meichin and the Midos, but even in the Meichin in in of itself. That's what we're beginning to discuss. Okay, Shalom, you're the first question. What's up? I just don't really understand what exactly is Das. Like we didn't. That's because we didn't describe it yet. No. Okay. Yes. Meichin is the information. Meichin is the intellect. Meichin is the intellect, no. right? It's made up of. Chachma and Bina, predominantly, right? That's what, that's what we're doing. What? So what's the example? The Moichin is a Chachma. Chachma is the idea that, that pops up, that you don't have a real good a grasp of it. And the Bina is uh, the details of that idea, of how you're now starting to really uh, get into all the Pratim, all the details, all the individual points. Right, like the example that we've given um, before, that a person that takes a, uh, a concept and he start, breaks it into lots of different pieces. The more pieces, the more details it is, the more it's going to become his piece of information. For example, right, a uh, person looks at a taisvus. So uh, in this taisvus, usually what happens is that when you first read the taisvus, you sort of get what's going on. You know, you have basically the question, you have basically the answer, but you don't really get it. Like, in other words, if someone were to say to you, okay, what, what is Toysus trying to prove with this? You're like, yeah, no, um, I sort of get it. I sort of, you know, make, you know, I get, get it. But then when you sit down and you try to break down, okay, what was the question here? What was his issue? Okay, Aspalida. What is this Aspalida? What, like, we have a problem with this word, right? Rashi says Aspalida means a mansion. But look, the Eirech says Aspalida means a... Uh, a cave, the Eirech, right? And then we said, but that doesn't make sense. How could it be that it could be a cave? At least in our situation, even though it says in Tehillim, Aspalida could be a cave, right? Because it talks about Shaul with an Aspalida, right? It talks about a cave. But in our scenario, that can't work. But now we're stuck with the same issue again. So what does it mean that, it, that, that uh, like he's building a wall in front of it? So the Re comes up with this idea that an Aspalida is a, an Aksadra. Right? So you start to get the details. You start to get more into it. But the example that you could give to understand this even further is um, an example. I don't, know, I don't think I gave it in this class before. I think I gave it in Tanya class. Let's say most people uh, in America grow up uh, involved in football. Like they watch football, right? So you can go to a, a Super Bowl party. For example, not that I'm recommending that you do that, but maybe in your previous lifetime you went to a Super Bowl party. And at the Super Bowl party, you have two different people that are sitting there watching the TV. And they both jump up when the team with uh, whatever blue jerseys uh, scores a touchdown. Right? And they're all clapping and they're very happy. One person, right, they know basically the idea that uh, when, when uh, you throw the ball and the, ball, the guy catches it, 
in the end zone, that means that you get a touchdown and you get a certain amount of points. And like they're like, yeah, that's very good. That's one person. But the other person, he grew up playing football. He played high school football. He even got, he got uh, what do you call it, recruited to work uh, to play uh, college football. He loves football. He understands the way it works. He understands what happens here. He understands when, why they use a shotgun offense and not a shotgun offense. They, they understands how the linebackers blitz and how the running back picked up the, picked up the block. And he understands how, why did the cornerback pull this way as opposed to that way? Are they playing his own defense? Man, 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 man. All, the, all the different pieces of information. He could see it as it's happening. He's, they both saw the same touchdown. But one person is living the touchdown and one person watched the touchdown. You see the difference? That's the difference between Bina and not Bina. The person with all the details, he's watching the same same game as the first guy. But he's watching a different game. Why? Because he has all this information and all these details and he understands how the whole thing works in every piece of it. Obviously, that the person who really gets what's happening here and why the coach chose to call this play at this time and why the defense, they broke down and how come that's happening, he's living with the game. That's the idea of Bina. So when a person has Bina, right, in something, so then obviously it's going to impact his emotions. You see the difference between the two? That's the idea here. That's what we're talking about. So that's why when a person has that type of bina, it's going to impact his das, which is going to impact his emotions, because that's what we're talking about in terms of das tachton, the bridge between the intellect and the emotions. But if he doesn't really have the information, if he doesn't have all the details, right, or it's just a superficial experience that he's clapping because uh, people scored a touchdown, it's a different emotional reaction to it. Here, we're beginning to talk about something else. What are we beginning? It says like this, That das elyon is a different story altogether. It's specifically in the meichin. And in particular, Right? And now he goes off on a tangent for a second. In the Haggah. Haggah means the little writing in the inside, right? Parenthetical statement. The or ain't so echad ha emes. The or ain't so is the one emes. And he is alone. The ain't so, and there's nothing else. Bezuhi madregas ha This is the chachma. Namely, that this is the fact. This is all there is. Vahainu, what does that mean? Shebachachma murgasha inyan, eich shehu levado. So now we're talking about something different. That the chachma is murgash. Why does it say the chachma is murgash? Why does it use that phrase? Murgash means what? Felt. Right? So here what we're talking about is something a little bit different. Here we're talking about the idea of chachma. Chachma is more readily connected to the idea of seeing. Seeing something versus uh, hearing something. You know, you've probably heard the phrase before in Hasidic literature, the difference between re'iyah and shmi'ah. When you see something, right, it's something that's a part of you now. When you hear something, you can understand it intellectually, but it's not the same type of grasp. 
So here the Chachma is Murgash He'inyan, Eich Shehu Levado, Bohu Ve'ein Zulasa Bekula Kamei Kolo Chashiv. The Chachma itself really gets this point. Yeah? V'lachein Chachma hi v'chinas bitl b'metzias mamish. That's why we talk about Chachma as being the state of bitl. Why? Because it is experiencing the ayin ha'eloki, right? The oneness of Hashem the, and how it's only ayin, there's nothing else there, right? The chachma itself is experiencing it. V'nikra ma, right? Like chachma, we've seen that before in chapter 18 in Tanya, it talks about chachma as being kayach ma, the potential for ma, or the power of ma. Ma means what? Which means that it's a state of bitl, right? You're, what? What? It's, it feels it. Blimohus, without its own being. Meaning, when you have chachma versus bina, you're talking about two very different things. Bina, going back to our example before, was the person feeling it's mine. I get this. I got these ideas. And the more details you break it down into, the more the person feels his own yeshus, his own experience of himself, that it's his idea, it's his, he got this, he understands, he knows, he's going to explain it, he's going Chachma is a feeling of, I don't really get this, it's not really me, I, I'm, I'm nullified to it, I, 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 I feel it, but I, I, I can't really get it. Sometimes we see this when, you know, when you're when you understand a concept, or you get a concept, or you hear the concept, you get the concept, then someone says, well, you, can you explain it to me, what you just, you know, what, what we're talking about? Well, hmm, can't really explain it to you, but like, I, get, I get what he's saying, but I can't really put it into words. Right? That, that's sort of the idea. Vahainu. So why is that the case in Chachma? Mitzad hashiras or einsof because the or einsof is shining, it's dwelling, it's flowing into chachma. That's why we say in in um, chapters eighteen and nineteen of Tanya, right? When we shift gears, remember that's that's the place where we shift gears in Tanya, if you remember, right? Up until seventeen, we're talking about a holistic way of changing oneself. How does one change oneself? The way a person changes oneself is that he meditates. And in the meditation, he goes into the details of Hashem and of his soul, and he, little by little, he understands that more and more and more until he begins to act in a different way. That's sort of the basic concept of Tanya, of the sort of the longer way. But then, chapter eighteen brings up a new idea, which is called the shorter way, right? Which is the idea of can a person that doesn't have the zitzvah to meditate. Can he do it also? And the answer, of course, as the Rebbe says in the beginning of chapter 18, is that it's karavilacha davar ma'od to everyone. It's very close to everyone, Yiddishkeit. So even the person that can't meditate, he should be able to control himself. Well, how is he supposed to do that? And that's the whole idea of chapters 18 through 25, that he calls upon a nuclear power plant that's inside of himself, which is the power of Mesiris Nefesh, which is the power of the Ainsof, which is flowing inside of him, which shows that a person, whether he's learned or unlearned, regardless of who he is, he can tap into that energy. Right? That energy is found in Chachma. 
That energy is found, why in Chachma? Because Chachma is not a yesh. Chachma is not an independent existence, so to speak, that he doesn't feel himself. And therefore, it makes room for Hashem. It has a space for Hashem to be. And the fact that Hashem is there, he can always tap into it. And at that moment, we see, right, and that's what he brings in chapter 19, how a person that, despite living his entire life as uh, someone who's anti-religious even, right, could give up their life for Yiddishkeit, as we've seen, unfortunately, many times in the history of the Jewish people. How could that be? You're not willing to keep kosher, but you're willing to die as a Jew? Like, that that makes no sense, right? And it doesn't make sense, because this is above intellect. It's above the bina of understanding of me. It's tapping into something much greater, which is a part of my soul, which is where the where the Oreintov is just flowing. And at that level, if you tap into that level, you can't be separate from Hashem. It's impossible. And that's why a Jew, as irreligious as he might be at any given moment, the next moment he could give up his life for Yiddishkeit, which is totally preposterous if you think about it. Right? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right? What we have in, in, in there are many people in the world that will give up their lives for their religion and for their causes and everything like that. That's not such an unusual concept. But the concept of giving up your life for something that you don't believe in, <laughs> that you don't live with, is, is you don't see that anywhere. What were you going to say? So there's a part of every Jew that's totally possible to Hashem. That's right. And that is found in the Chachma. Right? That's where that is. In the Chachma. It's inside of everyone. So now he's saying, that's why, This is the feeling that a person has in Chachma. Now, how do we find this in Bina? We find this in the way of Hasaga, of trying to intellectually grasp something. Not like the Chachma, not like the Chachma, which is above the intellectual grasp. But where is this Hasaga? Hasaga is intellectually trying to understand something. For example, let's go back to our Toysos, right? You sort of get what's going on in Toysos, but you don't really get what's going on in Toysos. And so you want to try to figure it out more. So your brain is now trying to grasp what is it that Toysos is asking? What is behind his question? Why does he have to ask this question here? Okay, I get the question. How does this answer it, right? When we first learned that, right, the, the thing that Abaya brought up, right, uh, that in the Aspalida de Bay Mar, that there was no mezuzahs, right? And then we said they asked Akasha on him, Mesve, but wait a minute. We have a, we have a, uh, we have a, whatchamacallit, we have a, a teaching that says that a, a base shar, right? An Aksadra and a, what's the last one? A Marpesis needs to have a, needs to have a mezuzah. So the first time you hear that in the Taisvus, you're trying to figure out what, what does one thing have to do with the other. Then you have to think, because Taisvus doesn't, doesn't write it out. You're trying to figure out what is, oh, well, this is obviously he's talking about that it can't be a base shar and it can't be a marpesis. So it must be that what? That Taisvus is trying to show that an aspalida is a axadra. That's the connection. Oh, now I get it, right? In other words, you're trying to reach trying to intellectually reach, that's the idea in, in Bina, 
right? Aber bechinas hasaga de bina he be bechinas atmos or einsof dafka shisham musag eichsha ha einsof who yesha misi that you feel how the how the einsof is the yesha misi ve eichsha kulakamekalochashiv. You're trying to grasp this idea intellectually. You're trying to reach towards it. Hasaga. Hasaga means to try to reach, to try to literally grab something that's a little bit beyond me. Right? And then it goes even further that this also shines into the Zah of Atzilus Gamkin. The Klaus Atzilus Bechinas Das Elyon. Because in general, Atzilus is this idea of Das Elyon. Like it says in the Zayar, he and his light and his causations are one. Aval, next page in the older books. Iker bechinas das elyum ube bechinas moichin. Bemoichim da ava meirim bezo gamkin. Okay, so what are we saying here? But despite this idea of das, what is das elyum then? Das elyum is generally speaking found in the moichin. It's the connection between the chachm and the bina. Or as he says here, the ava. What's ava? Abba ve'ema. Right? Remember we talked about this a number of times. There are four partsufim. Right? Everything can be split up into these four partsufim. Partsuf, right, is a conglomeration of a bunch of spheros that are coming together. And we could either divide everything into ten or we could divide everything into four. Right? Just like yud k vav k, Four. Right? So you have, when you divide it into four, you divide it into chachma, bina, the emotions, and malchus. But they're called by different names. When we talk about Atzilus, we talk about the four partsufim. We talk about Abba is Chachma, Ema is Bina, Zah stands for the six emotions from Chesed down to Yesod, and Nukva or Malchus, sometimes it's called Nukva, sometimes it's called Malchus, is Malchus. Okay, so that's the four partsufim. So when he says here, Das Elyon, it's the Bechinas of Meichin, the way Meichin is the Ava. Specifically, Meichin the Ava, Meirin Bezoi. And then what happens is obviously based on this connection between the Chachma and Bina, it will then proceed to shine into the emotions as we've been talking about. Let's go further. Now we can understand why Moichin are known as Pnimius. Because why? Because the Moichim are able to, number one, Musag, which is the Indian of more Bina, Murgash, which is the idea of Chachma, the idea of the Atma Salakus, not just the Acharaim, not just the superficiality or the, the external aspects of Hashem. Which is, as we've been talking about all along, is more the Ziv. Remember, we talked about this earlier. This is like the idea of Yehudi Tata versus Yehudi Elah. Yehudi Tata is based on the idea that what? That there is a world. There are people, there are objects, there are creations. Those creations are happening, yesh ayin from the ray of Elokus that's going into everything. Yehudi Allah, right, is the idea of Einon Melvado. There's nothing else here except for Hashem. So clearly, when we're talking in the world of Atzilus, what are we talking about? We're talking about this idea, the Einon Melvado. There's nothing else here except for Hashem. With that in mind, right, with that in mind, this concept of Einod Milvado is much more felt at that level. That's Das Elyon. That's, what that's what's happening here. Not the Chitzonius part of Hashem. The Chitzonius part of Hashem is the ray that's coming off, which is giving life to all these different creations. That's much further down the totem pole, so to speak. That's not what we're talking about. 
So he says, Ki im bechinis pnimis ve'atzmus or einsof, eich shehu yeisha emisi bekulu kamei kolochashu. How he is the true yeish, and every and everything else is like nothing in front of him. Ve'emisis ha'avoideh shemetzadam ma'yichin hu behiz bainis bechinis atzmus or einsof dafka. So the, therefore, the true avoideh, mitzad the inyan of the ma'yichin, is to get to this level of a meditation on this idea of the, the essence of the Orein Tzav, specifically. And that's why Psukei de Zimra comes first, and that is the idea of the Yichudit Tata, that is the idea of the lower level of unity, that's the level of where we're taking a step-by-step process where we're looking at the creations, where we're looking at the day-to-day life. Even if you say that you're looking at, you start with a physical thing, and that physical object for example, you could take, for example, let's say a, 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 tr- a blade of grass outside. Well, where is the blade of grass getting its energy from? It's getting its energy from the sun, right? The sun is, whatever, 93 million miles away, whatever it is, right? And how is it that the sun is giving over all this energy into this blade of grass, right? This one blade of grass needs the sun, which is 93 million miles away. But how is the sun compared to all the planets? How is it, right? In other words, you start with the physical, and you see that all of this is all, at the end of the day, just coming from the uh, uh, basically nothing in comparison to the spiritual worlds. As dynamic, as ginormous, as incredible that the sun is, and all the energy of the world is based on the sun. I think, what do they say? That if the sun would disappear, the life in the world would cease to exist, right? You need the sun, right? But the point being that all of that is considered nothing compared to what? Compared to, let's say, I mean, I don't know so much about space, but I think that there are many, many other uh, universes out there in terms of space, in terms of planets, in terms of whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you start thinking about just the, from the physical point of view, physical world. And that is nothing compared to what? It says that, the, that all the physical creation is just coming from the, the excrement of the malachim, of the ofani. Right, the lowest level of angels, and that's where it's coming from. Right, so it's like mamish. You see how, and then the oifanim is much compared to the excrement that comes out of them, right? And then you have the chayus, right? That we say, right? Right, right. In other words, all of these angels and each of these angels, right, is like tens of thousands of tens of thousands. Right, it just expands the mind in this way and all of a sudden you start to realize okay wow you know so, so but all of that is only coming from a ray a ray of Hashem that's all it's coming from right so that's the Tata we know that Psuki Zimra is more dealing with the idea of za, which is the idea of the emotions which is the idea of Yitzira but that's all Yehudit alone. Right? And as we said in yesterday's class, Kriyashma, which is the idea of Ema Ilah, which is the idea of Bina of Atsilus. Mekanina is nesting down the Kursaya into its chair, which means it's coming down to an, a lower level. So therefore, we see how we move through through the Seder Ishtal right? So the, the emotions, 
are more involved in thinking about it from that perspective of each of the different creations and going back and forth and back and forth, etc., which is the idea of the motions, which is the idea of that level of davening. Then you have Birchas Krishma, which is the idea of shifting gears to be more of a mental experience of recognizing that there's nothing else here. It's only the Atmos Orient of There's nothing else in existence. That's all there is. Right? That's it. Yes, Arya. Um, when we say that the brain that it's something because feeling is only something emotional. So it's like as if it descends down to even the emotional aspect instead of just feeling. I don't understand your question. Please say it again. Like when when we say that the moihin or like murgash like felt something. Like well, we were saying with regards to the murgash and the moihin, we were talking about more the idea of chachma. Right, that chachma, it just senses, yeah, I mean, like more of a sense than yeah, I mean, an intellect. Chachma, but doesn't right. that by default imply that it's felt down even in the emotions? And that it well, it, that's what he's saying. He's saying that it's, it's going to go through the whole chain-like descent in myself also, but it has to go through each of these different parts. That You, you start to go from the meichin and the kodim's down, down into the emotions. But that's the first step of it. It's the morgash of, of the of the chachma before you get to the hasaga of bina, and then it goes down into the into the emotions. Let's just finish a, a part, and then we'll give you a chance to go over this. So then he says, which is the idea of complete nullification. Because shmona esrei then is the level of chachma. Right? And that is the idea of the um, of the state of totally being nullified out of my out of my form in an absolute way. So we're going to start with Klaus and Pefresh Ben Meichin Lamidos is and we'll start with that next time. That's really gonna open us up into a whole new discussion into this thing. And that's the basic uh, details of what's going on here. What was the, what's the, uh,